Welcome to the Market Leaders Podcast, where you'll find valuable business development and marketing insights from legal innovators. Welcome back to another episode of Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today I'm here with Jason Miller, who is the Director of Marketing and Business Development at Ryan Swanson, where he focuses on building and maintaining the firm's visibility and public reputation. He also supports the firm's lawyers in creating and cultivating productive relationships. Jason, it's great to have you with us. Great to be here, David. Tell us a little bit about your firm, Ryan Swanson. Ryan Swanson is a four-to-four lawyer firm in Seattle whose history of representing small to mid-sized privately held businesses in the Northwest dates back 120 years. I want to focus a little bit on some of the things you've been doing at your firm that are applicable to firms large and small, primarily concerning lawyer engagement. Now, you've done some really interesting work in this area and uh, would love to hear a little bit about it. Sure. I think one of the successful initiatives we started maybe about two or two and a half years ago involved crash courses. We call them Ryan Swanson crash courses. In legal marketing, there's, as you know, as everyone knows, there's constant developments and initiatives and cutting edge tactics that uh, are out there that are, are, are things that we need to be on top of. And then consequently, our lawyers Sometimes they ask about it, or sometimes they need to know about it. And uh, getting that that information uh, can be difficult. So we started with these crash courses, identified a number of different topics, and just had basically lunch and learn sessions where we would either internally here, we would present on various topics, or we'd bring the consultants in or business partners in and just hold information sessions. What are some of the elements of these crash courses that have been unique and particularly effective? First of all, providing lunch definitely helps get the lawyers in the, in the room. But I would say one of the things that's been effective for us has been during the course of the presentation, after they've finished their sandwich, breaking them into small groups. What that has done to, for the purposes of, of creating discussion and separate work sessions, it really, really drives them to interact with their colleagues, but to really think about the topic and participate. And we pose questions and we challenge them a little bit to Uh, whatever the topic is, to provide some feedback. But the feedback we received from these small group sessions has been fantastic because it's all coming out from their own words. And not only that, we've instituted a little bit of fun in there. Some people might call it gamification, but for us, for some of of our crash courses, we've had programs where uh, we have a clicker and there's multiple choice questions and they have to answer correctly. And then there's a little bit of competition in there. And then there's uh, we did another uh, a session where we had some open-ended questions, and then the different groups had to answer a, a particular question on client service or social media or whatever the topic was. And then our managing director was able to uh, assess a, an arbitrary point value based on what he thought was the best answer, and that really got the competition going. So instituting a little bit of fun in there, I think, has been uh, pretty effective for us. Sounds like you're using the Jeopardy or the family feud model to get your lawyers to compete with each other a little bit in the room. I'm sure these are lively sessions. That's right. We even have some prizes, too, and that always helps. And it's funny how just a little bit of motivation or even just notoriety can really motivate small groups of lawyers to act. So to recap, you'll have these lunch and learns with groups of lawyers. You'll bring in consultants or you'll have firm leadership to speak on a variety of topics. In a moment, I'm going to ask you about some of these topics. So would love to hear uh, what's in your curriculum. And then you break each of these groups into smaller discussion pods. How large are these breakouts? 
three or four lawyers. I mean, we again, we're we're somewhat smaller firm, but uh, three or four lawyers per group. Okay, that's great. So that means that it's really hard to get lost in the crowd there. You're not going to have a lawyer who's just checking their phone or trying to uh, surreptitiously bill a few minutes during a lunch and learn. You break them into a, a smaller subgroup of three to four lawyers. They have a discussion topic or a challenge, perhaps even a game that they're playing. Uh, they're competing with other subgroups, and then there's prizes. So I get that this is going to be a lively discussion. How do you translate this into some sort of meaningful takeaway so that it wasn't just an exercise in philosophy or thought, but rather it converts into action? That's a good question. So with all of these exercises, we require responses to be written down or we write down the responses. But most of the time, they're jotting down their collective group notes and then reporting on that. Afterwards, we collect all that paperwork and divide it up. And then we, for those nuggets that came out, those tips that came out of those small groups, uh, we recycle those on our firm intranet. And so we'll have business development tips through the words of our own lawyers, a series of intranet articles, tips for connecting with clients or connecting with a referral source and, and so forth. And, uh, and use them in that way. So again, it's not just marketing spitting this information out. It's, hey, these are examples that our lawyers have actually used or suggested, and we've spread that information to the whole firm via our internet. Aha. So you're institutionalizing the takeaways and making sure that that gets publicized throughout the firm. Correct. And then how does this meeting get translated into an action item? Well, we take what comes out of those crash courses, and Sarah and I, my colleague, when we have our one-on-one coaching sessions with the lawyers, we bring it up again and say, what did you get out of that? Is there anything useful that, for instance, that last crash course on cultivating referral sources that you can utilize right away according to your individual business development plan? And that and that would be something I guess I would also mention that we've started here is we've really simplified our business development plans for each lawyer. We kind of got stuck a few years ago. We had four or five page plans for, I would say, about 95% of our lawyers. And for a lot of them, we just weren't gaining any traction. And then we realized it's just too much. Where do you start? So we really simplified things and broke it down to basically a one-page, five-question business development plan for each lawyer. And when we meet with them on our with our one-on-ones, we focus on one thing. We heard from them that they want it broken down into bite-sized chunks. We just do it to one bite-sized chunk and have them focus on one thing. So again, coming out from a crash course, when we meet individually with the lawyer, we might focus at that point on the, the referral source and what the action item is there and leave it at that for that particular meeting. It really gets them to focus on something directly without being overwhelmed with, you need to do this, you have this in your plan. It just can't get overwhelming. Yeah, that's really smart. I applaud your ability to keep them focused on just one thing rather than, you know, here's this great big plan, very little of which is actually getting implemented. A lot of times lawyers will get overwhelmed by the complexity of their own intentions. So to make that bite size, to make it reasonable, given everything else that's on their plate, I think uh, has a lot of merit. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. And David, I, mean, I think that's important for marketers. Is what I've learned is it's our job to set them up for success uh, on the marketing and business development side of things. And to the extent that we can make it as easy as possible, there's going to be more likelihood for success by keeping it to one thing. I fully agree. 
So tell me a little bit about your curriculum. What are some of the topics for these crash courses that you've brought in over the years? Yeah, some of the different topics, you know, we've had a, a you know, like a senior attorney roundtable where we've brought some of the gray hairs from the corner offices in to uh, to give some advice. And we really don't set that up because they have plenty to talk about already. But that's always been fun to at least involve them. Cultivating referral sources is, is always a big one. We've done sessions on elevator pitch, client service. That's always a big one. Uh, targeting, social media, always a big one. Not just what's out there, but how the firm is using social media. It's stunning often when we realize a lot of our lawyers don't realize how active we are on uh, Twitter or LinkedIn and so forth. And then we did another one on on active listening and, and asking clients questions to really get at what their issues are. So just a few examples. Yeah, great topics. So earlier uh, in our interview, you mentioned that you had a little bit of advice for marketers, which is make it really simple and easy for the lawyers to implement their part when it comes to business development. I'm wondering, is there any other nugget that you have either heard over the years or that you would share with fellow marketers that might be listening to this podcast today? Absolutely. You know, I'd say some of the best advice I received was from Guy Kawasaki at the LMA annual conference. It was just about 10 years ago. And he said, don't let the boat bozos grind you down. Now, since then, I've moved from, to my current firm. And I, of course, I don't work with any bozos here at Ryan Swanson, but the sentiment is a good one. I always remember that just in terms of do what you know is right and be confident in it. And, and don't let anyone tell you any different. So I always thought that was sort of a neat one. But the biggest piece of advice that I would give to, to marketers out there is within your own firm, know your internal audience, pay particular attention to interpersonal communication, read body language and adjust your communication style to match theirs. You know, a lot of times you could read on a lawyer's face or again with their body language, now is not a good time or they're stressed or they're unsure of something and just kind of following those leads, I think can go a long way. So that would be my biggest advice is just paying particular uh, attention to interpersonal communication. I think that's a great nugget. So much of what gets us into trouble is what's in the unsaid. And uh, to be able to read that and be sensitive to that can only uh, help with uh, an advanced sense of awareness and where the priorities really lie at the firm. Yeah, you know, and, and, and not only that, it's just people work in different ways. I mean, some people want to connect over email. I have some lawyers, when we schedule our one-on-ones, it's better to do it downstairs over a beer. There are some that it's better to do it at 7.45 in the morning over coffee across the street. So getting to know, the, you know, like what makes your lawyers tick, I think, can really help set you up for success. Perfect. Tell me, where do you go for your next nugget? Where do you seek out inspiration, innovation, professional development that you hope to use to continue to improve yourself? You know, uh, for me, David, it's always been LMA. I've been involved locally, leadership locally, and then obviously attending conferences and participating in local programs and so forth. You know, the thing I appreciate about LMA is that we're all in this together and it's incredibly helpful to have a network of colleagues at other firms to support you uh, along the way. In addition to that, I have, I've been a participant, as you know, in the, the BDI Institute, and I'm also a member of the American Marketing Association. And, you know, I subscribe to a number of out of legal, I guess, publications, you could call them like ad age and, and so forth. So for me, I enjoy seeing what's out there uh, outside 
outside of legal marketing, just seeing what's cutting edge, what's happening in the world, and then basically assessing whether or not it would apply and be effective in legal marketing. Well, it sounds like it's serving you well. I really appreciate you sharing your insights uh, concerning lawyer engagement. I think you've got a really good thing going with your crash course program uh, and the way that you've designed it and the way that you're managing the uh, takeaways and follow-ups from it. So I wish you continued success. And thanks so much, Jason, for sharing your thoughts with our audience today. Absolutely. Thank you, David. Thank you for listening to the Market Leaders Podcast. For more business development resources, visit ackertinc.com.